So COVID hits, and I said, I'm not raising no money from VCs. But Ramiro's like, man, we got to raise some money. So if you don't, you know who Dawn Dixon is? Yes, my dog. So Dawn was the very first woman to raise a million dollars in equity crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. She took advantage of a regulation um, signed into law by Barack Obama and Joe Biden called the Jobs Act. Mm -hmm. And so the Jobs Act was legislation that allowed people to raise capital for their businesses from the general public. Here's the biggest scam of all time, ladies and gentlemen. In about 1933, um, they came up with a term called an accredited investor. Yes. That means to protect the general public from squandering their wealth on (laughs) bad investments. Or making money. (laughs) Yeah, right. Make bad investments. You have to make $200,000 a year for two consecutive years or have a net worth of a million dollars in 1933. Mm. That ain't got nothing to do with color. Right. It's classism. It's like right after the Great Depression. Doesn't matter, (laughs) right? So the... The IBMs of the world and the Microsofts and the Apples were all funded by already rich people that had the first chance to invest, mm-hmm. right? That's a credited investor. Um, one of the seed investors in Uber is a guy named Oren Michaels. He put $5,000 into Uber in 2010, 5,000. Mm-hmm. When the company went public in 2019, how much was this $5,000 worth? Trillions. 24 million. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. You know how I many you know I mean street dudes I know with five G's? Yeah, hundred percent. Me and ten of my friends could have got together, put five hundred a piece, and walk away with two point four million dollars. Goodness gracious! But again, it's illegal. But it's not illegal for us to buy five thousand dollars worth of lottery tickets, or go gamble in Vegas and spend five thousand dollars. Talk about so, it. So, so Barack Obama said, "No, we're gonna put this law that we're wiping the accredited investor rule out, and you can raise up to a million dollars from anybody that wants to invest in your company. Mm-hmm. They can have stock in it." And so Dawn was the first person to do that. And she taught me the strategy of raising capital. She was another person that helped me. Mm-hmm. Like in all this, none of this happens without black people teaching me and sharing information and being willing to share. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen without Barry, Justin, um, um, Jewel, um, um, Angela Benton has a company called Streamlytics, who's the one that made the introduction to Start Engine, and Dawn, who gave me like the game, like, this is the strategy, the marketing strategy that you used to raise. I credit yeah. all those people for for showing me the path to get to where I can do this. Um, and so my initial goal was to raise a million dollars. We raised like a million in like three weeks. Mm. And that was pretty fast. Like I did when I do when I do podcasts and and great shows like these, we see spikes in investment. So we raised that um relatively quickly. And then the SEC changed the law that you could raise up to $5 million. Mm. So we went ahead and, and, and raised 3.4 million in our first round, about 2.2 in our second round at a $50 million valuation. Fan base started at $20 million valuation. We raised the 3.4 there. The second round, the valuation of fan base was 50 million and we raised 2.2. And I just raised another 2.5 million at an $85 million valuation. And I'm not stopping. So your so, company is va- worth eighty five million. Yeah, it's valued at eighty five. Valued at eighty five million. Right. And and so what that does is we have about thirteen thousand investors, but they all own part of the company, and most of them are young, black, older, black. Dang, black, man, I invest. Black people. It's not too late. It's not too late. No, you can invest today. So because the last round was so successful that. We we over we over it's called oversubscribed. We had about six hundred thousand dollars of extra investment, and I said, since this this is the last one of these I'm doing, because at some point you have to raise ten twenty million dollars from venture capital. Yes, but the difference is now 
as the label, I'm the independent artist that sold $8.5 million for the shares of the trunk of his car. You can't give me the bull. Yeah. You can't yeah. give me just a basic deal. Like here's 25% of your company for $200,000. Right. You can't do that. Now it's, now it's leverage. And, mm. and we're proving ourselves in the space as the model that is leading, you know, the subscription revolution in doing so. And so I said, I'm going to leave the raise open as long as I can legally to let anybody that wants to invest in fan base invest. And how much, what's the minimum investment? $250 is the minimum. $250? Yeah. Maximum is $5 million. No, the maximum you can, minimum to invest is two fifty. The maximum you can invest is a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. How did? Where do you get the valuation of your company from? So typically, it kind of works like real estate, and 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 metrics. Mm-hmm. So you'll take a company like Clubhouse. They raised ten million at a seventy million dollar valuation. They had twenty five hundred users, and very little technology, but they raised that money. Um, and you have to and you have to validate that with the SEC and prove like this is why you just can't make up an arbitrary number like my company's yeah. worth whatever and raise. They're like, mm. nah. So you have to look at like Patreon. I'm sorry. Um, Clubhouse, they had twenty five hundred users, valued their company at seventy million. And raised ten million dollars. And raised ten million. Right. They've they've already, they raised over three hundred something million dollars now. There's another company, there's another app that built their app after our app called fan house. And I don't even mind, I don't even mind promoting it because the app is not good, but it was just surprising <laughs> that from venture capital, they were able to raise $33 million at a hundred million dollar valuation with hardly any traction at all. So I just yeah. said, Oh, well at the time that I raised with fan base for, for, for at a $20 million valuation, I mean, at, when I raised a million at 20 million, we had like, 20,000 users or 10,000 users. We we had had proven, I had a proof of concept. Right. First thing I had to do, have a proof of concept, which means I needed to prove that people would subscribe to other people. And what made me understand that, that it's a younger person's mentality. First time I told one of my friends, I'm not going to say her name, but she's like in her thirties. And I was like, Hey, would you subscribe to like this person for their content? Like I'm not subscribing to no other person. Like she said it like that. Mm. Right. This is before I decided to build family. You know, you, you know the idea and you run about somebody, see what they think about yeah. it. They're like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I was in the Apple store and I saw this young girl. She was probably like 18, 19 years old, Latina. I said, can I ask you a question? I said, who's your favorite artist? And I'm thinking she's going to say somebody like Rihanna or, uh, you know, Justin Bieber or Ariana Grande. Right. And she named some like very indie, like Latino band. Mm-hmm. I said, hey. And I have to use this language, so bleep it out if you have to. But I say, hey, if 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 would you subscribe to them for like four ninety nine a month? If you could have like videos of them working on their album, you know, behind the scenes footage, and maybe every now and then you have early access to buy tickets to one of their shows. She goes, yeah, it's only four ninety nine, and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I gotta build this thing because they get it. They're not thinking about it. Like my brother, my little brother. My little brother's 16 years old. He doesn't know paper money. Right. He knows he knows what he can buy off StockX wow. through his step card. You know what I mean? He knows Cash App. He knows that. Yeah. He doesn't know. He knows he doesn't know getting in a car and waiting in line and he goes, it's on StockX. I hit the button, the money goes out, it comes to my house. <laughs> He's that's never why, had that's it. why virtual virtual spending, you know, virtual currency increases virtual spending. Man, and yeah. with subscriptions, you don't you you don't it's the it's the it's the bite you don't feel. 
So four ninety nine, you never see Phil leave your account every month. You're not even thinking yeah. about it. That's a fact. Yeah, it's so interesting. I was in the car and I have like some change in my little the little uh, cup holder, mm -hmm. and I went to the car. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Hey, y'all. I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school. And they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, eufy.com. -E I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy. 
E-U-F-Y, Video Lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y, Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash Video Lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door, incredible. Okay, so search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash Video Lock. Watch, like, watch out my car, and I'm like cleaning around the change, and I started thinking to myself, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. Get like a, it, was, it was like a moment for me, like cash and especially coins like what am i supposed to do with these coins yeah. right so virtual spending it's not like uh it's not like you have to even think about like you can't see how much you got left right you know what i mean you so spend it. we used to have like 20 dollars. you spending like oh, i only got 20 you know what i mean okay i'm gonna get 12 back what else am i gonna do you, you're doing math in your head yeah you don't do that when you spend virtually because you don't see it you're not paying attention you're like oh it is i want it right it's impulse <laughs> It's yeah. an impulse purchase, and those and 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 you know, like an impulse purchase social media platform that allows people to subscribe is limitless. Yeah, it's like it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna revolution. And I say, like I say this, it this is going to happen. So I sound like the guy in the disaster movie that's like, mm-hmm. you know, winter is coming or whatever. Yeah. Like this is the future. That's kind of dope too, because you don't have to have a big following to create a subscription because there's going to be somebody that likes what you do. And that's our motto. Everyone has a fan base. Might be 15 people, might be 1500 people, but you can, but it's something that you can build and scale. You have time to increase. Okay. I got 15 people. What can I do to get 30 people? You can start to build upon it and grow and scale and work at that. And again, it's a psychological barrier. Like, there's so many people that are not like I, I was in a room of of users on fan base. And they were like, well, what can we do to get more people over? And I was like, guys, they're not coming. There's only three. There's only three types of people that are on fan base right now. Early investors. Right. People that want to support a black founded startup and people that like to try new things. Everybody else ain't leaving. I don't expect mm. them to leave. But what I do expect is the younger generation, 18, 19, 20, who will switch apps like these kids now change their username every day. They'll wipe their profile clean. Really? Yeah, they don't, they're not attacked because it's about the content of them. It's not about building memories. It's not a, that, that. It's not about that. Or today. building a brand that it's people. Not, are, yeah. but just, I mean, when you are on Facebook, you still got college photos on your Facebook page. Hundred percent. Right. These kids don't care about that. They'll wipe the page clean, change the name, start delete the page, start over. It's about they just want to see cool stuff. Yeah, you know what? I, I actually wanted to change my Instagram name. There was a lady. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can't say this, but it, I, there was a. I was going to change my name because mm-hmm. I don't like really build my t-shirt brand "Sleepers for Suckers" anymore. But I'm mm-hmm. like so afraid of like some sort of disconnect because all of my like all the podcast has my Instagram name. And my you mm-hmm. know people are used to it. I'm afraid. What do you think? Hold on to it. What do What do you want to change it to? My name. What well, well, I mean, something more like my name. Yeah, I mean, I would. Well, I mean, what are you doing with that brand, though? Do you want to do anything with it? Not really. Then just change it to your name. So much. See, content out in the world hard oh, to let go. I'm a slave, brother. Done. <laughs> I don't. Expect, I don't expect. I don't expect people. But again, I just don't. I don't. I don't. 
worry about that. Like, that's the thing about it. Like, that's why I think, I think he asked the question, like, you know, how do you stay grounded? And I tell people all the time, like, you have to look at human beings. I don't get offended by the decisions that people make. I don't take it personal because we're binary people. It makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. For every decision that I make, someone's going to disagree with you. It has to be that way. Yeah. I was talking. I was in a room. I was talking to DJ Vaughn, who's Lotto's DJ. Yesterday, we were having a conversation. They get it, but I was like, I was like, what is the what is the scientific equivalent of hate? What is hate? Like, what's a hater? Um, Someone that stops you from trying to do what you're trying to do. Yes. It's a force against you, right? Yes. So gravity is hate. That's a fact. If we didn't have gravity, we'd be just like jello blobs floating around. We wouldn't have muscles. Mm. We wouldn't have all these things that make us strong because we wouldn't have a need for them. Mm. So you need hate. You need people hating on you. You need something pushing against you to make you stronger. <sighs> you have to have it. It's a necessity. It's the yin and the yang. It's 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 important. That's a clip. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's important. <laughs> It just makes it what it is. It's like it's 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 the it's a it's the force opposing against you that makes you stronger. Without it, it's like you just you just walk out in the traffic, get hit by cars, stick your hand in fire and burn, and you just you know you just like you have to. It has to be something against it. So when people are like, oh, I don't like fan base and I'm not using it, I don't. I'm not jumping there and like Urgh. I'm like that decision has to be made. People have to have the freedom of choice. So I don't take it personal. I'm just not. I'm out of that. Like again, I said, I'm, it's it's not a, it's not. A, I'm a very. I hate to say that I'm I'm not an emotional person. I just lead with logic. Yeah, I'd rather Man. lead with logic than emotion. It helps my decision making. But I mean, you do have to be thinking of like, how can I? I I'm sure some influencers hit you like, yo, bro, I'll be the I'll be the brand ambassador. Cut me in. Yeah, you got any like that? We do, but but there's a couple things that that make sense about that and don't make sense about that. One, we are we're far past the era of spokesmanship. It's over. Is it? Spokesmanship is dead. Influence. Influence mm-hmm. over spokesmanship. Meaning like the person that slaps their name on the product, the product never sells. You're right. It used to be if Jay-Z wore your t-shirt, you're an instant millionaire. Here, here's here's the crazy part. This this is so funny. In like 2006, 2007. Jay-Z said, we off that Chris, we on that Ace of Spades. Yep. I guarantee it was 10 years before people even knew who owned the company. Mm-hmm. He just sold it, like $250 million. <laughs> uh, right. I seen studios with gold bottles everywhere. Yeah. Y'all don't even know he owned it. If he told you he owned it, y'all wouldn't have bought it. 100%. Y'all, it's not as good. It's not It's not Cristal. Yeah. No. He influenced you to buy that. Yeah. He said, I'm rich, famous. This is the, the premium champagne that I drink. And then everybody went and bought it. And it's like, I owned the company the whole time. That's influence. Mm. Spokesmanship. People gonna hate on that, so that's why I don't. I don't. I'm not really into spokesmanship. I'm into influence. Right, but how would you structure a deal? I'm asking for a friend. I mean, equity is always equity is always a conversation, but mm. this is what tends to happen with equity. People aren't realistic about what equity is worth, the value, mm. right? People are like, oh yeah, I'll do it. I want five percent of the company. I'm like, fam, I know fan base is a hundred billion dollar company. I'm not giving you five percent of anything. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I think at Max LeBron made like 35 million off the Beats deal. Mm-hmm. Cool. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we, can, we, can, we, can, we can work that way when we exit an IPO yeah. and or whatever the, the eventuality of what, mm-hmm. what happens with the company, you can do that. But five, you know what 5% of a hundred billion dollars is? Yeah. You know, and I and I put that value like, you think fan makes I was like, well, I was like, at one point, Facebook had a market cap of 900 billion. ByteDance is a privately held company. They're valued at like $400 billion. Mm. They're privately held. 
I said, oh yeah, fan base. If that's the case with what with monetization, the way fan is easily a hundred billion dollar company. Yeah, that's what I mean by holding on to it before. Now, now, nobody knows what's going to happen. I could sell or could get sold, but what I'm saying is my intent is to never sell until I'm at maximum value. Gotcha, gotcha. So, have you done some deals with people that make sense in terms of, and have? And here's the other part. Have they continued to promote? Because everybody's excited in the front when you it first do a deal. No, and I, and, I, and I really haven't asked people to do that because the money is there for you. You're leaving it on the table anyway. Yeah. I told you, if you're not monetizing your content today right now, you're just wasting, you're losing money. Every yeah. single day, every single person, you're losing money right now.